You're listening to the weekly Parsha podcast with Ari Goldwag, recorded with Hashem's never ending assistance in Ramah Vishim Ashir 7783, 2023. This week's Parsha, we have two Parshas, Acharemos and Kedoshim, and Acharemos should be familiar to us because it is also the Torah reading that we read on Yom Kippur, because the Acharemos Parsha describes the Avoida of the high priest, the service of Aaron Akain in the Kedosh HaKadosh, in the Holy of Holies, which was a location that was only permitted for him to enter once a year, and only for this purpose, to bring atonement <coughs> excuse me, to the Jewish people. And I'd like to focus in a little bit differently than usual. Usually I'll read a Medrash, and we'll try to understand the Medrash together. I'd like to actually start off with a question here, and then we'll see... This, uh, the Kli Yakar has a description of Medrash actually, and we'll see together some very interesting and deep ideas that are related to the answer to this question. I'll also mention that this Parsha is my Bar Mitzvah Parsha, so I feel a very strong and special connection to this Parsha, and specifically the concept of Seir Lazazel, which was 31 years ago the topic of my speech at my Bar Mitzvah. So, I'd like to talk about the Seir Lazazel, which is a very cryptic and difficult concept to understand. I like to speak about in general the concept in the Seir Lazazel is the is the goat that was sent off, it was thrown off off of a cliff, and somehow it it served as a kapara as an atonement for the Jewish people. But in general, the the concept of the avoid of the of the high priest of the of Arna Kain, of the Kain Gadol, on Yom Kippur is one which needs explanation. But the specific question which I'd like to address and try to understand, you know, we read this every year in around Nisan time, around ER time, and it seems like something that's far off. You know, Yom Kippur, we've got some time still before we have to think about Yom Kippur. We still have a few months. You have all of ER, Sivan, Tammuz, Av, El, we start to think about it. You know what I'm saying? We have a full five months until Yom Kippur. So, why is it here? Why are we reading it here? So, this is the Seder Aparashias, but the question is actually deeper than that, because what is the context the Torah gives us for when this command was given? This commandment was given by This command seems to have been given, Pasuk says, immediately after the death of Aaron's sons, Nadav and Aviyu. When did that take place? That took place on the first day of Nisan, exactly a year after the Jewish people left Egypt. And it was the moment of the Hakamas HaMishkan, it was the moment of the, really, the, the climax of the entire previous year. They had spent a lot of time involved in creating all of the different elements of the Mishkan, of the tabernacle, and finally it was put up for seven days at the end of Adar, and then on the first day of Nisan, was that Kamasa Mishkan and the Kohanim for the first time performed the Avaida? Exactly what the sin was. Why were the sons of Aaron, why were they liable for death? What did they do wrong? They came close in front of Hashem. They, according to some opinions, they came, they brought, uh, they brought a Kataris, an incense offering inside of the Aaron inside of the Kedosh HaKadosh the Holy of Holies, in a way which wasn't commanded, which wasn't appropriate. There's only one day a year that the Kohen, and specifically the Kohen Gadol, 
the high priest is allowed into the Holy of Holies. And that is only through this Seder HaAvaidah, through this specific order of service of Hashem, only in this way can the high priest come into the Holy of Holies. And the question is, the question I'd like to understand is, what is the connection between Yom Kippur and the first day of Nisan? Why are these days connected? Why is it that this is the day that the command for Yom Kippur, which is not going to be for from the first day of Nisan, it's not for another six months and ten days. Why is he being commanded by this around this now? We could say, well, it was a result of the fact that they came in inappropriately, so therefore he needed to be told when it is appropriate, but I need more than that. I want I want a deeper understanding than that. The the Psukim seem to indicate that there is a unique connection, a an intimate connection between the first day of Nisan and Yom Kippur. And in thinking about this, so I was thinking, what what's the connection? What is what is Yom Kippur have to do with the Hakamas Hamishkan? And it occurred to me, it's actually something that's well known, that what was special about Yom Kippur of the previous year? Yom Kippur of the year which followed, immediately followed, you'd see us in time with the Exodus. That Yom Kippur was the day that Moshe Rabbeinu came down with forgiveness. Right, The Jewish people had sinned with the golden calf that occurred on Yudzayin Tammuz, on the 17th day of Tammuz. Moshe Rabbeinu came down, broke the luchos, broke the Ten Commandments, the, the, the tablets, and then he went back up for another 40 days, and then another 40 days, if you add up the days... He comes down with forgiveness. Hashem says, When does that occur? It occurs on Yom Kippur. That day, he came down and he commanded the Jewish people, now that you have forgiveness, let's get to work on the, on the construction of the Mishkan. shall bring for me a truma. That happened when were the Jews commanded to, to bring their donations to the Mishkan, it all started on Yom Kippur, the day after Yom Kippur. The ability to bring a, to, to bring those contributions, to build a Mishkan, to enter into relationship with Hashem, depends on Yom Kippur. Yom Kippur is the day that we are forgiven, and therefore it's possible for us to start to enter into relationship with Hashem. Now that's the simple... That's the most simple thing that I could think of. Straightforward idea. Now, I went to the Kliyakar, and I'll tell you the reason I went to the Kliyakar. The Kliyakar was the foundation of my Bar Mitzvah Pshatl. The Dvar Torah, which Rabbi Kelimer, Rabbi Yehuda Kelimer, of blessed memory, helped me write, or wrote for me, more appropriately. It was based on a Kliyakar. So, I wanted to, again, take a look at some of the Kliyakar, what he has to say in regards to the Seir Lazazel, which we'll get to. In regards to the to the goat that was sent off the cliff in order to atone for the people, but here in speaking about excuse me, in speaking about the obligation of Aaron in order to come into the holy of holies, so he says the following. He brings the following medrash, which is remarkable, and teaches us the connection. Again, we need to understand what's what's so special. Why is Yom Kippur really the essence of the Hakamas HaMishkan 
Yom Kippur is the really it represents the full purpose of what the Mishkan is about. And you need to have Yom Kippur in order to have a Mishkan. And you need to have a Mishkan in order to have a Yom Kippur. Let's see together what's going on here because it's really deep, it's really beautiful, and I think that it's something that we can all learn from and benefit from. Says the Medrash. The Arba Midrash, Par Keneged Avraham. If we look at the Seder Havayda, we look at the order of the service, the different animals which were commanded by Hashem to be brought by Aaron Akain, we can discern that there are certain parts of this Avayda, certain parts of the service, which correspond to different things that were involved in the lives of the Avais, Avraham, Yitzhak, and Yaakov. The Par, right, the Pasuk says, he shall come in with a, with a, uh, a bull, Par ben Makar. That corresponds to Avraham Avinu, to Abraham. Shenemar ve'ela bakar Avraham. Very interesting. And we'll see what, what this means. The Kliyakar will explain to us what is the concept here. But let's just understand the context. Avram Avinu, he has these guests who turn out to be angels. And he runs to the bakar, he runs to the cattle to get an animal to shech, to slaughter, in order to provide them with food to perform his achnasas orchim. And as we'll see, when did that happen? It happened in relationship to his bris, to the circumcision which he performed when he was 100 years old, 99 years old. So, for some reason, when it comes to, when it comes to the Avaida on Yom Kippur, when it comes to the service that he performs, which is the essence, again, of what the Mishkan is about, the tabernacle is about, Somehow it's connected to Avram Avinu when he is in pain from his bris, his circumcision, running to get an animal to slaughter in order to provide for his guests. Va'ail. Right, the Pasuk says, let's actually read this Pasuk in, in, inside. This is what he needs to do in order to be able to enter into the Holy of Holies. He needs to bring a par, which we said corresponds to, to Avraham Avinu, to Abraham. And he also needs to bring an isle, which is a ram. He needs to bring an, a ram as a fully burnt offering. What is this ram? The isle can get Yitzchak, says the Medrash, which the Kliyaka brings. The isle, the ram, corresponds to Isaac, right? Classic. Yitzchak Avinu, Isaac was bound on the Mizbeach. On Har HaMiriah, which is Har Abayis, the place of the Beis HaMikdash, he was bound there. And instead of shechting his son Yitzchak, Avram Avinu was commanded to bring an ayal, a ram in its place, an ayal, in its place. Shenikrav, I'm sorry, an ayal. An ayal is a deer. An ayal is a ram. Shenikrav Tumarasa, ayal, says the Medrash, in his place an ayal was brought. Okay, so it represents the Achnasis Orchim, or maybe the bris of Avram. It represents the willingness to sacrifice himself of Yitzchak. These are the things that Aaron Akain is to bring when he wants to be Machaper, when he wants to atone for the Jewish people. We find, here's where we get a little bit to the, to the Izim, to the two goats, one of which was brought inside the Beis HaMikdash as an offering, and one of it was brought, the twin goats, one of them was sent off the side of the cliff, the great mystery, which we'll see if we touch upon it at least. 
So this corresponds to Yaakov Avinu. How did the, the two Izim respond to Jacob? So I would mention something which is hinted to in the Kliyakar later, which we'll see if we get to, but Yaakov was a twin, right? Yaakov and Esau were twins. Hard to tell their voices apart. Uh, they were physically different. They, I would imagine they looked different, but their voices were similar. Yitzchak could be fooled by Yaakov. The only thing that was different, I, uh, right? I call, call Yaakov, Adam, so the only difference in their voices was really how they spoke, the, the way of speaking, as our sages tell us. But the twins, besides her referring to the fact that Yaakov and Esau were twins, and one went to, you know, Yaakov, Jacob became the forebear of the Jewish people, Esau became the forebear of the West. Right? Rivka Yimenu, Rebecca, commanded Jacob in stealing the blessings. He said to him, bring to me two, two goats. Bring to me two goats to prepare. So the, the, the goats which Aaron brings, one of which is brought in the Mikdash, one of which is sent over the side of the cliff to atone for the Jewish people, these correspond to the goats of Yaakov, you know, of Jacob, as he's stealing the blessings. So what is this Medrash trying to teach us? Kavanas Medrash Zellomar, the Kliyakar tells us, the intent of this Medrash is to, to tell us, Kishim Shematsin Shagam Lamoshin Loinira Hashem, just like when it comes to Moshe Rabbeinu, how does he how does he merit to have a vision of God? How does he merit to have Hashem reveal Himself, command Him to command the Jewish people? Where does that merit come from? It comes from the Zchus Avos. It comes from the merit of his forefathers. Pasik says when. When Hashem is commanding Moshe to go to reveal Himself as the Redeemer of the Jewish people, He refers to the fact that they're going to believe in you. Why? Because you, they will. I'm sorry, it doesn't say why. The the, the ice, the the mifus, the sign that He is to bring is in order that they believe that Hashem, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, has revealed Himself to you. Why is Hashem revealing Himself to Moshe in this chus in the merit? Says the Kliyak are an amazing thing. What is the purpose of the Kohen Gadol, the high priest, going in, into the Holy of Holies? What is its purpose? What is the purpose? It's in order for him to have a revelation of Hashem, for him to experience God, for him to have an open revelation, just as Moshe Rabbeinu had an open revelation, so too the high priest would have an open revelation. So what are we after? What are we after in the Mishkan? What is the center of the Mishkan? What is the purpose of the Mishkan? It's to give us a recognition of Hashem. It's to give us, through our proxy, through our shliach, through our messenger, the high priest, an, an open revelation of Hashem. And how is that done? It's done through this kapara, through this atonement. Says the Kliyakar something even more deep and interesting. He says that there's a, there's a remez, there's a hint in each of these three references to Avram with Achnasasorchim, to Yitzchak with, uh, with being bound on the Mizbech, Yaakov. Each of them has a hint to Yom Kippur. This that it says that 
Abraham ran to get an animal in order to slaughter it and serve his guests. This Medrash holds that the story took place. This Misa, with Avram Avinu, with his bris, with the circumcision and the angels coming, took place on Yom Kippur. And I would add, that they're about to announce to him that, that Yitzchak is going to be born. And when is Yitzchak born? In Nisan, in Pesach. Right? The Gemara says in Rosh Hashanah, Pesach Noelid Yitzchak. Again, a connection between Yom Kippur and, and Nisan. The beginning of Nisan, the middle of Nisan. Kigam Razal Darshu Nimal Avram Our sages say it's in Pirkei that his bris of circumcision occurred on Yom Kippur. This measure holds that it all happened on the same day. The bris, the revelation of Hashem, the Malachim coming to visit him, all happened on Yom Kippur. So he explains a side point that he made a he made a great suuda, he made a great meal. Right, so and we know that the others kept the, the mitzvah so he couldn't eat. It was Yom Kippur. Torah was not yet given, so he was stringent upon himself not to eat at this meal. But he allowed other people to, to eat. Okay, so that's the story. Avram's bris is connected to Yom Kippur. It happened on Yom Kippur. We need to understand that as well. The Medrash tells us, since in the Yalkut Ruveni on Parshas Ayera, the Medrash tells us that the binding of Isaac took place on Yom Kippur. Refers to the fact that they, it will be said today that this is the place where God's, the mountain of God, where Hashem is seen. What happens on Yom Kippur? And what happens, what happened there when Avram was locating the location where he was to go to bring Yitzchak as a sacrifice? Hashem appeared in an anon, in a cloud. That's how Hashem appears. That's how Hashem reveals Himself. So Yom Kippur is a day that Hashem reveals Himself. The the Holy of Holies is the location where Hashem reveals Himself. There was a revelation of Hashem, we could say, seems to be that the, what this is what the Kliyakar are saying. There's a revelation of Hashem. On Yom Kippur, there's a revelation of Hashem in the bris, right? Vayera elav Hashem, right? Avram Avinu just did the bris on what day? On Yom Kippur. And there's a revelation of Hashem through this Misa of the bris, through the, through the circumcision. He merits through the kapara, we could say, through the atonement of doing this difficult act, the first mitzvah that the Jewish people ever had, mitzvah of bris, the most fundamental and basic mitzvah that the Jewish people do, the circumcision, it reveals Hashem. The binding of Isaac reveals Hashem. And thirdly here, these two seirim, these two goats, which Rivka asked him to bring in order to steal the blessings. These were two good goats, says the Medrash. Good for you and good for your kids. It's good for you because through them you will receive the blessings. 
And it's good for your children, your grandchildren, your great-great-grandchildren. Through these twin goats, there's a kapara. A similar somehow, we need to understand this, a parallel, a parallel revelation which occurs through the twin goats. The brachas of Yaakov, let's think about it. Well, let me just finish reading the end of the Kliyakar. From then, it was already at that time when Yaakov was commanded by his mother to bring these two goats, that there was a guarantee that Yaakov would have the blessings which are, I would say, reinforced each time we bring the two goats on Yom Kippur. And there's a kapara, an atonement for the Jewish people. There's a revelation. What is a blessing? What does it mean that Yaakov Avinu received from Yitzchak these blessings? The blessings represent the revelation of Hashem. The fact that God is in our lives. That what, are, what are blessings? The blessings are that which we recognize and we see. Hashem is in our life. Hashem is giving us such incredible things. We have a family. We have parents. We have children. We have all that we need to provide for ourselves. Hashem is constantly providing for us all that we need. This is where we see, through the blessings we see that Hashem is there. And through the kapara, we see that Hashem is there. We, we're able to have a representative of ours walk in to the Holy of Holies, that place where Hashem Hashem is shown, He reveals Himself on the Kapiris, on the Arn Habris. On the Ark. So, Aaron, the Avoida of Aaron, what is he doing? Why does he have a power? Why does he have a bull? It reminds us of Avram and how Hashem revealed himself to Avram through his, through his way, through his Achmas. So, we could say, or through his, through the bris that he performed, the circumcision, that, that incredible act of self-sacrifice at the age of 99 to, to perform a circumcision, a dangerous medical procedure. But that reveals, it's through, the, it's through the kapara, through the self-sacrifice that Hashem has revealed. The Ayel reminds us of Yitzchak Avinu, of his sacrifice, of his willingness to be bound and to be given up as a sacrifice. And in its place, Hashem said, no, don't sacrifice him. Instead, bring the Ayel, bring the Ayel, the ram. And we bring a ram on Yom Kippur as well to remind us of his sacrifice, his willingness to be sacrificed. And we bring the the the, the the two, the two goats, one of which is offered in the mikdash, one of which is offered, thrown off to the side. And I see that the time is running out, so I'm not going to get so much into the seir lazazel, even though it's a very interesting topic. But what I would like to bring home and bring it back to is the original question, which was, what is the connection between the first day of of Nisan, the day of the Akamas Hamishkan? The day of Yom Kippur. And what we see here is that the essence of what Yom Kippur is, is it, like we said at the beginning, like we said before, Yom Kippur provides us with an atonement. Yom Kippur provides a revelation of Hashem in our lives. That's what the essence of Yom Kippur is, and it allows us to be able to build a Mishkan. It's like a, it's like a, it's like a, a Galgal HaChaiser. It's like a, a cycle. Which comes back on itself, right? Klaisa leaves Mitzrayim in order to what to receive the Torah, in order to be able to build a Mishkan, to have a relationship with Hashem, to have Hashem reveal Himself in Har Sinai, and 
And the Mishkan itself is a perpetuation of that revelation, as the Mephorshim explained. But the problem is that when we've blocked ourselves from Hashem and we have sinned, so we can't get into the Mishkan, we can't build the Mishkan, we can't build a tabernacle, we can't, we've broken our relationship with Him. We need to have that atonement, we need to have that kapara, we need to ask God to forgive us for our sins, which is something that occurs through a number of different ways. We have a Moshe Rabbein representing us, we have the concept of an Avram Avino, how he did the circumcision, we have a Yitzchak willing to sacrifice himself, we have a Yaakov willing to do that which is read in order to get the blessings. But all these things point to the essence of what Yom Kippur is, which is a revelation of Hashem in our lives. A revelation through our willingness to give up our mistakes. What does that result in? More opportunities for revelation. After Yom Kippur, we start building the parts of the Mishkan. When does that come to a head? It comes to a head on the first day of Nisan. The first day of Nisan. Nisan is that month of open revelation when we once again enter into the Mishkan. Does it involve possible mistakes? Yes, it does. And that's what we see because the cycles, they repeat themselves, right? The parts of the year are connected. Tishrei is connected to Nisan. And their connection is that there's a back and forth. They make a mistake, the sons, they lose their life, the sons of Aaron. But now there's another revelation as to how we can get into that place that they wanted to get into. They believe that they should get into. Of course, that's what the Mishkan is all about. It's about that revelation of Hashem. That's what they were looking for. But their mistake led to Hashem revealing. After the sons of Aaron died, there's a deeper revelation of what it takes to be able to access the revelation, which is the purpose of the Mishkan. That's something which we learn, and we make mistakes, and we learn. And this is true on a national level, and it's true on a personal level. Hashem is constantly showing us in our lives, how can you get closer to me? The answers are revealed through Avram, Yitzhak, and Yaakov, through the Avais, through their acts of self-sacrifice. The, the answers are revealed through the Seder HaVayda of an Aaron HaKayin. What does it mean to get into access to Hashem? It's through our willingness to admit our mistakes and to, and to find atonement for our, for our Averis. But it all comes back to what is the center? What is the center, whether it's Nisan, whether it's Iyar, whether it's Tishrei, what is the center of our lives? What is the center of our calendar? What is the center of our focus? It's always going to come back to the revelation of Hashem. Bringing Hashem into our lives, making mistakes, atoning for those mistakes. I want to bless you. I ask you to bless me. Hashem should help us that we should be able to indeed recognize the places that we've erred, the places that we've made mistakes. Shem should help us to recognize the paths that were laid out for us by the Avis, the paths that were laid out for us in the Torah itself, the directions for our lives which are placed here in front of us for, our, for us to open up and try to understand. Thank you so much for listening. Have a wonderful Shabbos. This podcast was made possible through the gracious donations of listeners like you. For more podcasts like this, please visit www.arigoldwag.com or search on iTunes, Ari Goldwag.